Hi everybody and welcome to The Weekly Rock, where each week I will discuss thoughts about identity, purpose, and how to build a life of deep conviction. Sometimes it's just me, sometimes we have a guest, but all the time we're dedicated to helping facilitate growth in your life. I'm glad you're here. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Rock. I am so grateful and thankful uh, for you taking some time out of your schedule to join us today. Um, I apologize. Today is Thursday. The podcast goes out on Wednesdays. Uh, but, you know, consistency is the name of the game, right? Just, it's just, it, just, it just matters that it's out there. So uh, for it being a day late, I apologize. But for those of you that are listening, I really appreciate it. You know, it's something that I've uh, I thought about um, a lot. And, and there's, a, there's a note that I keep on my uh, computer that when I'm in a coaching session or talking to someone or just thinking or whatever it is, it's kind of like just a running list of ideas. Things I say, things somebody else says. Um, and and there's been a phrase on there that I've had on there probably two or three weeks. And it, f- it seems like every time I go to that document, I open it up, I make a note, I scroll to the bottom, I, you know, slash B for bullet list, uh, shout out notion, if you're into it. Uh, and I put it in there, then there's this phrase that keeps that keeps showing up, and it's like it's like midway through the page, so maybe it's just where it is, and maybe I'm reading too much into it. But for me, it's something that seems like it just it keeps popping up, it keeps popping up, it keeps popping up. Um, and the phrase that I wrote down at some point in some conversation I was having with someone is, "I'm not the answer." And I looked at some of the quotes or phrases I had kind of around that, and started thinking, "Why did I write that down? What what was going on? What was happening? Like why why did I write down the phrase, "I am not the answer"?" Uh, because as, as I think about it, like, I, I don't think it was because I'm trying to like back out of my responsibilities or not take ownership of my life, um, or ignore something or or pretend that something didn't exist or, or as a, as a scapegoat with, if someone says they need something, I can just easily say, well, I'm not the answer. That's, you know, that's yours. You should deal with it. Not me. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized, I, I think that the reason that I wrote it down, and, and probably even more than that, the reason that it seems to like consistently be popping up for me, why, why it's something I think I'm thinking about often, is because I feel like for me, it's, it's been more about a releasing of all the unnecessary weight uh, that, that I carry, um, thinking that maybe I just might be the answer to your problem. And I don't say that, like I don't want to help. I don't say that. I, I mean, literally, my entire business is built on the idea that I might be able to help someone. And, and, and the, the phrase that we're using these days is like, we want to hold space to facilitate growth in your life. And so, to, to, for me to think that it's like uh, I wrote down I'm not the answer because I'm trying to back out of what I feel like I was made or designed to do. That's that's crazy. But I think it's that it's that when I think about the idea of being the answer, that that I tend to carry this this unnecessary amount of weight around with me. Like somehow it is my job to see, identify, know, and solve the problems of somebody else. Because I think I'm learning in my life when I do that, not only do I tend to uh, put myself in a position of power that's unnecessary, but I think inevitably what happens is I tend to see myself in such a way that I'm actually ignoring the things in my own life. Like as long as I can help you see what you need to see, as long as I can help you solve what you need to solve, as long as I can allow myself to have the opportunity to point out to you where there might be a flaw or an opportunity for growth if we want to you know, spice it up a little bit and not sound so arrogant. When in fact, maybe I'm actually missing the things in my own life. And if I flip it on myself, that, that maybe I am not the answer for you, but maybe in fact, I am the answer for me. 
Like I think when it comes to our life and the things that we see in our own issues, and we, when I say issues, I mean either our fear or doubt or, or trauma or past or whatever it is, like I think you are the answer to your problem. Like you're the one who must put in the work uh, just, just like I am attempting to do, right? Like it's not a matter of the fact that like we have the ability to or, or not uh, to take responsibility for where we are and what we're doing. But I think what happens, at least for me, as, as I see it, like as I've been able to take it through my own lens, is that I have always felt some sense of false freedom when I felt like I had the ability to provide an answer for somebody else and, and, and allow them to see where, in fact, they may need growth because it give, gave me the chance to let go of what was mine. And so I think when it comes to you, when it comes to you, your life, your identity, uh, your value, your freedom, I, I, think, I think we have to start by saying like, uh, we are the answer to our problem before we have the ability to jump in and say, are we going to be the answer to somebody else's or, or maybe even take it a step further to go, or is actually somebody else the answer to mine? So I think for me, as I've thought about this phrase more and more over the last few weeks, I've asked myself the question. So, so how then do I move into a space of hoping some of hoping that, that somebody else that will solve my issues, trauma, doubts, fears in our life? How do I move into a space that I will allow myself to be present enough to acknowledge that in me as opposed to always wishing and hoping that somebody else is going to do that for me? Right? Like, like how do I acknowledge where I am at in order to give myself the opportunity to see myself clearly so that I don't consistently pass the buck to somebody else when it's not theirs to solve? Right? Like, like I, I think, I think like, that this is going to be a little bit cheesy, so, so you know, I apologize to you, kind of. But I think when we start by addressing the fact that, that there are things that exist that are in us, with us, and for us, for us to look at, that they belong to us, like even if the things that occur to us were not our fault, the, the things we experienced our childhood or a part of our lives or our relationships or in parenting as a parent or as a child with our parents, that, like, I know this is really cheesy, but like, I think in order to, to, to dress the wounds that you have, you have to be willing to address the fact that they exist. Like, like I can't help you dress the wound unless you're willing to look down and say, hey, I'm bleeding. I can't in my own self begin to dress my own wounds unless I stop long enough to look and say, oh, look there, I'm bleeding. And, and it, can be, it can be about something significant in our life. It can be even about small mundane things that feel like it doesn't matter. But I can tell you, at least in my experience, over time, those things build up into a level of this residual resentment and pain that I carry. Like, like this is a, maybe, maybe a silly example, but like it's not my wife's responsibility to make sure that I take time for myself. Like she is not the answer to that. Uh, her giving me permission is not the answer. My kids getting older is not the answer. Like there is no answer to that thing, to that issue, to that problem, to my inability to find a solution for my own care other than my lack of ability to choose and take time for me. I can chalk it up to calendar. Or I got to pick the kids up from school and I got a lot of work to do and I have emails and I have, or I can look in the mirror and say, I'm bleeding. I need help. I have to find a way to dress my wound and in order to do that, I'm going to have to take responsibility for what is mine, which means I'm going to have to take the time. I spend an exorbitant amount of time doing shit I shouldn't be doing. Maybe not get rid of the word should. We don't like that. I want you to shit all over ourselves. Uh, I, I spend a lot of my time doing things that is not the way I wish, would intend to use my time. 
And yet I want to tell myself it's somebody else's job to put it into my calendar. There has to be time for me. So how then do we look at those parts of ourselves? whether it's something like taking time to ride a bike, whether it's like looking at the ways we feel loved and cared for, whether it's beginning to unravel the story of our life to begin to pack in and unpack the narrative of who we are and what that looks like. I think it starts with two things. At least for me, here's the way it's made sense to me in the last couple of weeks. I think there is no answer other than my lack of ability to choose to take time for me and these two things. Number one, the initial belief that I am the answer for everybody else is a lie. Like I think this is why I don't do things for me because I assume I am the answer to everybody else's problems. And so if I could solve their problems, if I could spend more time with my wife and spend more time with my kids and I could go home and cook this or fix this or clean this or arrange this or call them or text them or fill in the gap with whatever way I have built my identity in such a way that allows me to believe that I will be valuable if somebody else needs me, puts me on the chopping block 100% of the time because I have a false sense of belief that somehow I'm going to be cared for if I can care for you except as a phrase, my wife used it all the time. So shout out Sarah. She always says, babe, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I always want to look at her and roll my eyes and tell her she should put that on a coffee mug and stop telling it to me until I realize that she's right. And so once I'm able to own the fact that I am not the answer for them, maybe a better way to say it because I don't want to remove opportunity we have to engage. Once I realize that I own the fact that I'm not the only answer for them, I think I begin to see how I might be the answer for me. Like, you know how I can take care of myself and ride my bike? I have to stop believing the lie the world would fall apart without me. I put it on my calendar and I get on the damn bike. It's not, it's not that I don't have influence or impact in my responsibilities with my marriage or my kids or my community. That's insane. Of course I do. It just means that I can't do anything for them if I'm not willing to look in the mirror first and recognize that I am in fact the answer for me before I have the ability to be the answer for anybody else. Do I want to help you? Yes. Do I want to coach you? Yes. Do I want to speak at your event? Yes. Do I want to have your team into our space uh, mask friendly now and ideally someday when we don't have to wear them anymore to uncover who we are and give a language to how we operate better for your organization? Yes. Do I think I have the unique ability and skills to help people, to help them see things? Yes. But that is only true upon the realization that I am not the answer for your freedom. That I have to be willing to look at myself, address the fact that I have my own wounds, begin to dress my wound and be willing to encourage others to be a part of the solution with me. And so this may not be for you today. Maybe, maybe it's not where you are. Maybe it doesn't resonate. But if it is, Take a deep breath. Take off the backpack that is full of unmet expectations of what other people want from you or what you even believe you think they need from you. And ask yourself, what belongs in the backpack? What is yours? What is yours that's yours to answer? What is yours that, that is your responsibility? Because I believe then and only then can we begin to move into a space that gives us the opportunity to hold space for others. The things about my marriage that we desire to grow and learn in will never change unless I change. The things about who I am will never change about how I see myself and my identity until I'm willing to look down and say, oh shit, I'm bleeding. 
I want to dress the wounds once I have addressed them and I'm going to ask someone to care for me, support me, and ideally walk alongside me in that space. And so for me, friends, this is something I'm attempting to learn more and more every day. That I am, in fact, not the answer for you. But upon my ability to take responsibility and ownership for myself, to put in the consistent work and effort to find clarity and freedom in who I am, then and only then do I have what I believe to be an opportunity to hold space for anyone else to help facilitate growth, life, and freedom for them. So friends, my question for you is, where are the places in your life that you believe you are the answer? And where is there an opportunity for you to engage back to you to take off the backpack, address what's inside, put down the weight, and begin to walk freely in the fact that if you can consistently, or maybe even just begin, to recognize where it is your responsibility to look at, see, know, and address you, that that, in fact, may lead to freedom. Thanks for joining us. Hope you have a great week. Well, hey, friends, thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Weekly Rock. If you're not already, we would love for you to join us for the Daily Rock. This is our way to challenge you, encourage you, and motivate you each morning sent directly to your phone. And so we do this via text message. And all you have to do to join is just text the word podcast to 469-649-8441. And we'll also have that listed for you in the show notes. We hope you found this podcast to be challenging, encouraging, and as an opportunity to facilitate growth in your life. As always, we want to know what you think, so feel free and leave us a review or shoot us a DM or send us a text message, and we look forward to seeing you next week.